K-Z-E. I should laugh, but I cry because your love has passed me by. You took me by surprise. You didn't realize that I was waiting. Time goes slowly, but it carries on. And now the best years have to come and go. You took me by surprise. I didn't realize that you were lying. Morning. This is the Up and Running Morning Show on 98.1 KZE. I am Rick, your host, and this morning we are live on Periscope at Rick Mr. Roper, and we're also live on Facebook, Caroline Phipps. And joining us this morning is the one and only Caroline Phipps. Good morning. Good morning, Rick. I hear nothing. Try that again. Now, can you hear me now, Rick? Loud and clear. Yeah, I'm sure this is just one of your ways to make me laugh this morning. It is. <laughs> and we heard a song by the Guess Who called Laughing, and uh, we searched the library to find a song about humor and laughing, and that was the only one we found. And it seems to be sarcastic that they're talking about laughing in that song. Yeah, I think he might be being a bit ironic. He yeah. sounds maybe as if he has a heartbreak. Well, something and then, is wrong. <laughs> you know, well... That kind of ironic thing. Right, which I can is, laugh it off. Yeah, I can it, just laugh it off. <laughs> Doesn't affect me. Exactly. But laughing is no joke. It's a serious matter. Well, it sort of is a serious matter, although that's going to make me laugh as well now. Yeah, everything's going to make you laugh. Everything's going to make me laugh today. Um, but it's a communication tool, it right? Is. It is. It, when, when you're hanging out with somebody and they're smiling, you know something's working. 
Yes. Uh, or they're laughing at you. Yeah, one or the other. And you know that something isn't working. Mm-hmm. So that's that's interesting right there because there are there's a shadow side to to humor. And then there's a light side to humor. And how we use it is is a very important thing when we're when we're dealing with other people. Well, my velour vintage nineteen eighties <laughs> shirt that I have on now with this big lapel collar. Yeah. Plus my beautiful bunny slippers really adds humor to anything. Yeah. You it can't does. walk into the studio and say, Wow, Rick, you're funny looking. You I can. know. I know. Everybody's laughing here at you, at how you look. Now, the thing is, are they laughing with you or at you? Mm. Now, that is something that I'm sure people want to find out. Yeah, and that's that's an that's a, a significant piece of the puzzle because if if you're uh, into the shadow side of humor, you're you know a teaser, mm. let's say, so you can ridicule somebody else or make fun of them. To feel better about yourself. And that's not the kind of humor that we really want to encourage no. in the world, no. I don't think. One thing that annoys me about humor in general is, and I don't find this funny, let's say somebody <laughs> trips and falls and then somebody else watching it laughs. I find it horrifying. Like, I don't laugh. I always say, are, are you okay? He just fell down. But somebody else would be like, did you see that? He tripped over his own foot. Well, there are whole video channels, aren't they, where people are, are you know, riding their bicycles yeah. into trees or, you know, flipping over a wheelbarrow in the garden or something or bouncing off the trampoline. And actual studies have shown that if we know that the person's okay, we, we find it funny. Huh. It's kind of, you know, oh, that could happen to me. I trip over the wheelbarrow the whole time or whatever it is. Right, so we right. find that funny. Now, if we hear before we watch the video, to your point about somebody falling down the stairs, if we hear that the person who's, you know, tumbling has hurt themselves, we don't find it funny anymore. We don't find that funny at all. In fact, we're horrified. So there's this fine line between finding something funny and finding it horrifying. And, you know, there's a, there's a very important uh, difference in there because laughing and laughing out loud actually sends endorphins into our brain and makes us feel better. And, and makes you really appreciate the people around you who you're laughing with as well. Yeah, isn't it fun to laugh with other yeah. people? And that endorphin thing gets sampled by the people in the room. And that's what makes it special, that energy of people laughing together. There's nothing better than that. Yeah, and it's it's contagious. It is. You and know. as we know, laughter is healing. Yeah, and laughter is very healing. And it literally does change the chemical components of your brain when you laugh out loud. So it's not just uh it's not just a kind of woo-woo sounding thing. It's actually for it's actually for real. But don't you love those? I love those uh, people who speak and comedians who have what we would describe as wry humor. Mm. And they actually make themselves laugh. Yes. And I think people who who can make themselves laugh. And you know, you know, let's say I can think of two very different people right now. Kathleen Madigan is one of my favorite American mm. comedians. She's the funniest thing. And she's always making herself laugh. And you know that even if she's just in the supermarket, right. something absurd is going to happen and she's going to be chuckling. And it's so sweet. And Urquhart Tolle 
the big spiritual uh, leader who was at Omega recently, he chuckles all the time. And it's so contagious. And I love that kind of sense of sort of self-deprecating wry humor. I I listened to um, Eckhart Tolle on YouTube and there's a lot of great um, speaking things that he does. And he always does. I mean, you're on the same page with him while you're listening intensely. That's what I mean. I am. And then out of nowhere, he'll say something that is kind of humorous and he'll laugh at himself because there's nothing else to do but laugh. And it is funny. And when he hits a vein within himself, you can't do anything but chuckle. Yeah, it's absolutely adorable. And of course, his, uh, the, the main thrust of uh, what he's saying, which gets to the heart of the matter, is that our egos actually don't have a sense of humor, really. Mm. You know, if we're being uh, full of ego, we can get very grandiose and pompous. Yeah. And we can take ourselves very seriously. And uh, one of the things about humor that's interesting to me is that there's a cultural component to it. So in in Britain, we grew up not really uh, being encouraged to talk about how we felt Mm. or, or to even say actually what was really going on. So as a result of that, you end up with a humor that's based very much in that kind of Monty Python Mm. school of, you know, irony and wanting to uh, bring down pomposity and absurdity and ridiculousness. So, so in Monty Python, you, you get the, the knight who's had his arms and his legs chopped off and he has a sword in his mouth and he says, oh, don't worry, it's only a flesh wound. <laughs> I'll bite you. And I can I'll bite, bite you. you. I can bite you. Exactly. So so that's where that comes from. It actually comes, it has a cultural heritage, that, that kind of humor. And in Britain, we, we do that all the time. Mm. And, you know, as an American, I look at British humor and I, I find it to be a little bit drier than American humor. But I get it 100%. And I'm a huge Monty Python fan and have been since I was young because it's so... Hmm, these people are really straight-faced and saying the funniest stuff I've ever heard. Yeah, um, we absolutely love that. Something that is misplaced. Yeah. You know, the, the doctor in the doctor's surgery who who then, you know, says something utterly and absolutely ridiculous at what's meant to be the most serious time. Yeah. That just that just does it for us every time because it's it's it takes us to that place of, you know, we we, we know that these situations can be uh, dark and gloomy. Yeah. But if you're able to detach yourselves from them a little bit, and, you know, in the last few years I've been in many hospitals and nursing homes, and you would think that it would be the saddest place, but you find so much humor in places like that. Because a way to stop something happening to you in a way that you're a victim is to step back a little bit and put a little bit of elegant space in there and then tell a funny story about it that everybody can relate to. And it gives you some control Mm. over, you know, what can be, you know, not a very nice situation maybe. And I've been told by others in the past that if you're feeling bad and something has come over you and put you temporarily in a mood of I'm not happy, if you put a smile on your face, and that takes so many muscles within your body to do, (laughs) 
But when you put a smile on your face, no matter how pissed off you are, it's going to lead you to changing your mood because you're using all these muscles to change your appearance on your own face. So therefore, it's going to start breaking down why you were so upset and change that to, hey, the this, this, this smile thing is contagious. And if I break out this smile, well, I know I'll feel better myself and then others around me will see me smiling, which how could you be pissed off? When someone's smiling. So just something as simple as that. When you're upset. Just putting a smile on your face. And trying as hard as you can. To think happy thoughts. Will change your whole outlook on the day. And I do think at the moment. That humor is something that. Um, we're maybe a, a little bit. Losing our collective sense of humor. At the moment. Mm. Uh, you know we are in the uh, the silly season. A little yeah, bit. With yeah. all that's going on in the world. election season? <laughs> well I didn't here? want to mention that funny word. But it's. But you know people do tend to start. Not seeing the humor in anything. Except of course our late night shows. Who are absolutely right. lapping it up. Yeah. I mean there's so much material. From Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. For comedians and for people to enjoy and laugh at. That it's almost hard to take this whole season absolutely serious. I mean, just from Donald Trump's hairdo, I can laugh. You know, and there are so many things. I'm not even talking about his personality, but just the way his hair wraps around his whole head is amazing. He's got an awesome stylist. Yeah, he's wonderful. And it's, and it's you know, when Saturday Night Live comes back, it's going to be a fantastic thing. Because... It is all about, you know, our, our, t- us taking ourselves too seriously. And I'm not saying that life isn't a serious business. But when you put some humor in there between yeah. you and it, yeah. it just makes the world a better place. So for me this month, humor was the, the, the theme, the mm. theme of the month. And let's keep a sense of humor. And, and you always make me laugh, Rick. So well, thanks, really. <laughs> my pleasure well you the same and it's always a pleasure to have you here on the up and running morning show so thank you for coming yeah thank you rick now we have a whole month to decide what's going to happen next month and you always surprise me like i didn't think humor was going to be on the topic but it's always good to have humor insight and i think if anybody's uh, watching or listening who has a great idea about next month as the month unfolds because heaven knows what's going to happen Shoot me an email, caroline, carolinephipps.com, and uh, maybe we can incorporate that theme next month and, and, and give that good. person a shout out. Yeah, like, that would be great. We do like audience participation. Yeah, we so love that. Maybe you could come up with the next topic of discussion. That would be great. And what was last month? Uh, what did we do last month? I know we did responsibility recently, but I don't remember what it was. Maybe one of our, maybe one of our listeners remembers. I'm, I'm so in the humor mode, I can't remember. <laughs> but you can always check out the archives at carolinephipps.com and you can listen to these segments at your own perusal, carolinephipps.com. And thanks a lot for being here. And send her emails, caroline at carolinephipps.com. And once again, help us out with the next topic for next month and maybe she'll pick you out as an email sender. And uh, give you a free consultation. Yes, I'll do that too. And that's a beautiful thing. Holistic living and elegance in style with Caroline Phipps. And tell folks about the website. Uh, yes, carolinephipps.com. Uh, 
wonderful articles to read, the archive from our show, and uh, I love hearing from people. So please shoot me an email, caroline at carolinephipps.com. And we will continue with more musical diversity after these very important messages. Once again, big thanks to you, Caroline. Thank you, Rick. You're welcome. And here we go. Do you want to learn to draw, paint, sculpt, or make prints? Is your inner artist itching to get out? Are you an artist who wants to try a new medium? Hi, this is Chris Siebert, Executive Director for the Woodstock School of Art. We offer classes and workshops for every age and level. Our instructors will encourage you to express yourself while providing you with the tools you need to build a great foundation in studio art. You'll acquire skills and confidence to prepare you for your own artistic voyage. Stop by the office Monday through Saturday, 9 to 3. We're happy to offer advice about our courses or give you a tour of our studios. High school and college students want to boost your portfolio? We offer classes specifically designed for you. We now offer classes every day of the week, including Sunday. For more information, call us at 845-679-2388 or visit our website.